This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am your host, VLORGDZ, and with me today, I have Alien. Ready to murder people if y'all have another eight fucking minute extra. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about, we apologize again. What about, for not, what about nine minutes? It was all mac and cheese's fault. What if the entire podcast is just an extra? Well, that episode ain't coming oh, out no. then. <laughs> oh no. Hey, Lord, there's a new voice in here. I mean, Lum's been on the podcast before. Yeah, I mean, this isn't even my first anime episode. It's been about 20 episodes, but I was on before. But uh, yeah, we have Lum Ramayasha on today. Yeah, hey folks, and I wish I had Canal's problem of not being able to feel anything, because this episode, it hit me in the feels, man. Yeah, yeah, it does. But we also have our usual folks here today as well. J-Mac. Am I really here, though? No. I'd like to hope so. (laughs) Are you here? It's a mystery. I guess we'll figure out by the end of the podcast. Well, maybe we can ask Laser Kid. I think he's here because I can hear him, but it could be his evil twin. We got to be careful. I guess we should double check with Allison. Yeah, he's not here. <laughs> well, rip <laughs> J-Mac then. Well, I guess that's conclusive. Uh, we hardly we, we, He's just—he's the evil twin, alas. J-Mac has died. It was replaced by a lookalike, a conspiracy theory. He's one of the lizard people now. Or the crab people. I asked the crab people. Crab people, crab people, walk like crab, taste, look like people. I don't know. What taste like <laughs> What the crab? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have another update. Does it taste like crab, walk like people? No, wasn't it like look like crab, walk like people? Oh, yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> Or like look like crab and talk like. You know, I'm not the only one. I just looked it up right now. I'm not the only one who was confused what the lyrics were. Tastes like people is a much better version. Yeah. So so it's a song according to Muson. Yeah, it's actually tastes like crab, talk like people. Tastes like crab, talk. They are literally crabs. Yeah, okay. Anywho. <laughs> Anyways, there are, there are no crab people in this episode of the Demon Slayer Are there? Podcast. There are some very good butterfly girls, though. Love yeah, this that. episode of Demon Slayer has some good old butterfly girl yeah. screen time. Mm-hmm. Well, Which one is of primarily them is... why Mom wanted to be on this episode. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the butterfly girls. I love Shinobu Canal. This and so obviously I wanted to be on the episode literally titled Sigoku Kanao Sayuri. Even though really she's not necessarily in it that much. You would arguably she's not the focus of the episode outside of one very important flashback, but still good stuff with her. 
It's like how you wanted to be on that one chapter of the manga episode. This is Kanao did something. I mean, Kanao had a big moment. She had a very important moment. Yes, that, that's true. Fair. I'll concede. Can't wait to see that animated in like 10 years from now. <laughs> in season oh, seven right. of Demon Slayer. With, with, the, with the manga coming clo- to a close soon, we might actually get a speed up on that anime. Yeah, but uh, I don't know about a speed up, but like I would assume that they'd make yeah, but another let me very quickly after the movie. I don't expect us to have any um, waits between seasons. Nah, you photovolt like to kind of take their time. So I mean, I can imagine like maybe like a season off and a season on, maybe, but. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think they would need at least two more seasons to finish the adapting the manga to anime. Yo, I'm still oh, sorry, uh, Yo, I'm still waiting for that fucking Sword Boys movie. What the fuck, UFO table? Wait, did that never come out? No, they put a trailer for it, but they didn't have put out anything since. That is weird. Those are for like that, uh, what was that shit called? Tolkien Rambu. Tolkien Yeah, I was okay. I, that's what I was thinking. I didn't know if it was that or something else. But yeah, today we're talking about episode twenty-four of the Demon Slayer. Or not episode twenty-four. This is episode twenty-five. Yeah. yeah. Today we're talking about episode twenty-five of the Demon Slayer English dub. And yeah, this is a uh, more training. More training. Lots yeah. more training. But it's a consequential episode. Like improvement is made and. Important character details are learned. Yes, definitely more happened than last week. Mm-hmm. And That's definitely the week a before. consequential episode in a few weeks. <laughs> For sure. Um, so we start off with Tanjiro um, asking the kind of group of girls at the mansion, Naho, Kyo, and Sumi, to help him with his training by hitting him with carpet beaters while he's sleeping if he stops doing the total concentration breathing. Oh man, this was one. That's of the- a serious dedication. I was gonna say, he's either yeah. some serious dedication or Tanjiro yeah. is secretly a masochist because he's just like, "Hey, I'll just beat my ass if I mess this up." Well, what's I love how enthusiastic <laughs> the girls are too about. It. They're like, yeah. "Okay, yeah, we'll do it." Yeah, and they're at first like, "It's Tanjiro." At first, is doing it right, and so they're like, "Oh well, looks like everything's good here." But then he starts loudly snoring, and then they immediately start oh, beating him up they, they with start, smiles on their faces. They start wailing on him. I thought I thought it was just gonna be like a single hit and to wake him up, and then they were done. No, they were beating the living crap out of him. And Tanjiro is a masochist. He's a glutton for punishment because he's like, one more time, please give me another chance. Oh immediately. <laughs> it's immediately. Like oh, no. It's like a scene from Konosuba, I swear. Oh, and Zenitsu was awake and watching this whole fucking time and it was glorious. <laughs> Zenitsu cucking like the simp he is. <laughs> like, I mean, I would probably smash him that hard, too. He probably has, like... PTSD, Zenitsu does after watching that. I mean, I think he always has PTSD. I think that's his permanent state of mind. He's very fragile. Life, life just Probably. gave him PTSD. I mean, the girls were being the most. I probably would if I was asked to beat somebody up. But yeah. after uh, Tanjiro's uh, bedtime beatings. Um, the next day, he goes to his training, and unfortunately, Inosuke and Tanjiro, or Inosuke and Zenitsu, still aren't coming to training. It's only Tanjiro. Yeah, they're ditching. They're just not into it. Like, their confidence is all shattered. 
And so they're just not even drawing the bother. Yeah, they, they've it's, given up. Anytime. It's like that one. And I, I like it's how like I that one part like, in college. Well, yeah, it's like that one part <laughs> I, in college where you're just like done and you just don't want to do any assignments anymore. So you're just yeah, like, or like yeah. for me, it was definitely like an end of every school year in high yes. school. Yes, like I just can't muster any more energy after doing these final exams. We're just like, nope, nope. Life is over. I'm done. Just, just no, no. Yeah. I like how Aoi is like, I'm not going to help you with them. <laughs> Screw those guys. Yeah, this is, this is your problem. If they're not going to make an effort, I'm not going to bother with them. I like who, Aoi's attitude. Who wants to touch those degenerates? <laughs> At least Tondro's been uh, doing uh, total concentration breathing while he's training, though, so that's an improvement. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Tanjiro, like, just kind of is kind of got into the flow of kind of uh, sticking to the total concentration breathing. And it's getting to the point where he's almost able to catch, like, canal during, like, the tag thing. But he just is, like, barely uh, missing it. But, like, he's also finally able to break the gourd, or at least one of the medium sized gourds. And then the girls are like, now you have to just blow up the big one. And he's not daunted about it all. He's like, yeah, you're right. Now I can move on to the bigger challenge. I like Tanjiro's gung-ho attitude there. He's very Goku-esque. When Master Roshi is like, oh, you moved that rock? Well, uh, here's a bigger rock. Now I gotta move that. And Goku's like, aw, but I'll do it. I need Tanjiro's willpower in my life, goddammit. Don't we all? And clearly Zenitsu and Inosuke needed too because they're just looking in disbelief. They're like, crap, we have to actually put in some work. Yeah, they can't let Tanjiro get ahead of them. Yeah, and Zenitsu's even fretting about the same, like, he can't work as hard as Tanjiro. And then his uh, bird, uh, Chuntaro's kind of chewing it up and saying, like, yeah, you don't work hard enough. You suck. This was a great scene, because Zenitsu is like, can't you, like, give me some encouraging advice? Like, saying, oh, you're trying your best. You know, like, Moromi in Paranoia Agent saying, you did your best, but no, like, the bird is like, "Uh, you need to try it harder. You're not doing anything at all. And so Zenitsu has to, like, begrudgingly accept it. And then, like, yeah, you're right. I should drink this a medicine or whatever and then get to work and Inosuke like shoots out of bed and is like mm, let's go or and yeah and then they go see uh, Shinobu to learn uh, what Tantra's doing like a book man <laughs> oh yeah I love how Shinobu plays uh, knows like just what will encourage him. For Nosuke, it's to insult him and condes- be condescending to him to say, "Oh, I guess you oh, can't do that it, Nosuke." Was... To rile him up and to actually make him motivated and to motivate Sinitsu. She just all she has, has to, to fucking do is touch him. him. No, all she has to do yeah. is fucking touch him, and that's it. <laughs> that's not, not all it takes to get him excited. Grab his hand, be like, that, girl. I'm "Number one supporter." Sinitsu is motivated. Yeah. Like I was, that tells him he became a simp for uh, Shinobu. Yeah, I was, She's a good teacher because she knows how to identify what will motivate her students. Like for one person, it's to say, "Oh, you just don't have what it takes to do it." Oh, you can't. And for do the other it, person, to okay. say, "You, you can do, do it. it." Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and like Shinobu actually gets them to. The best part about that is just like. 
the way how smoothly she did it. She didn't even have to think about it. Oh, Especially yeah, no. when it comes to Zenitsu, like the, the technique, she the read damn technique, so well. <laughs> like especially with like how, like how she grabs Zenitsu is just that slow, gradual, like enveloping of his hands. It's just like impeccable. She is so damn smart. Yeah, no, she read Inosuke and Zenitsu like a damn book. <laughs> but again, they aren't really that hard to read. No, they're really yeah. not. But right. she's still well, I mean, back quickly. They're both insanely stupid boys. I mean, that's true. <laughs> yeah. We love them, but they're stupid. But yeah, so Shinobu's uh, tactics work, and Inosuke and Zenitsu are motivated, and they start training like crazy with Tanjiro. And then Kanao's uh, kind of just watching this, and Shinobu's like, Hey, Kanao, why don't you join them in like their training? Yeah, I mean, Shinobu can motivate the others, but not Kanao to, like, be social. But Kanao has, like, her own baggage that kind of prevents her from being able to open up to people, as we soon find out in this flashback. Yeah, so we see Kanao flip a coin, and as she's, like, looking at, like, uh, Tanjiro and the others, and uh, she looks at, like, what the coin lands on, and then kind of does nothing. Yeah. And then we kind of go into this flashback about, like, how, like, she came from, like, this abusive family where she was constantly being, like, beaten yeah. and starving. And eventually she was, like, sold to the slave. Well, yeah, before that, like, one day just after enduring all this abuse for so long, her something just snapped inside of her and she just became unable to feel anything emotionally or physically I, like all the pain she just went dead inside it, it hits me that she actually felt like she heard the snap that's yeah yeah that's just a yikes yeah just the, mo- the moment when she realized that her life was just like useless more or less and i was just like oof. yeah yeah it's, it's that depressing. detail just makes it feel all the more visceral and uncomfortable but yeah her family I can understand is like that, literally going to sell her into slavery or whatever. And then on the bridge, they uh, run across Kanai and Shinobu. And I think this is the first time we're seeing Kanai, Shinobu's older sister. And I think it's very interesting that we see that Kanai's personality is very much like the friendly and easygoing personality that Shinobu has in the present day. But Shinobu in this flashback, she's a lot more assertive and aggressive. And she does not uh, take any uh, bullshit from the, you know, guy who's like going to sell off uh, Kanao. But yeah, like they question the dude about what the, what, uh, you know, Kanao's deal is. And he lies and says, "Oh, she's a criminal and whatever." Well, and then, he actually this girl dirty. Sm- she's like, "Is she a criminal?" He's like, "What does it look like? She old, old. She dirty. She smelly. She ain't got no family." Yeah, she, she got. I mean, she might escape. Yeah, then he never said that she yeah. was a criminal. But no. he also yeah, but I mean, uh, can I can, can I put it out there and he doesn't deny it? Like the way he responds is. Like, not saying one way or the other, like, what the truth is, but just saying, oh, she's bound because she is dirty. I think it was a tacit denial, but also a tacit acknowledgement that she was a slave. Like, if, if I mean, if, if he had wanted to say she's a criminal, he would have just outright said it. And that would have been a perfect yeah. cover-up for her being a slave. It was just him being caught in the moment, unable to justify, hey, I have a slave with me. And like yeah. I'm about to sell this little girl who ain't got no yeah. home. I'm going to sell whoever the fuck, and I'm getting money. He's purposely being wake. 
But in any case, uh, you know, they're like, oh, we'd like to take this girl with us. And then, like, Shinobu, like, throws money at Make the dude to distract him. And then they, while he's distracted, they, like, grab Kanao's hand and just run away. And then he can't chase after them because, like, he has to gather up all the money before the other people on the bridge do. And so they rescue Kanao that way. Hey, look, guys, it's like shield, bro, but good. Uh, yeah, I mean, they they <laughs> actually liberate someone from slavery instead of making them, them a slave. It. Yeah. Oh, my God. But then... Somehow it always goes back to shield here every time. Yeah. I think it's because you're here. <laughs> but they I, take Canal back. To the to the butterfly mansion, they clean her up. But then later, Shinobu's like, "Sister, this girl is so frustrating because she doesn't do anything on her own. She won't even eat when she's hungry unless I tell her to do." And then Kanai is very understanding and kind to her though, and she gives her a coin and says to her, "Hey, if you ever feel unsure whether you should do something or not, flip this coin and decide that way." And then Shinobu's like, like, how can you, like, tolerate this? Like, this is not, like, helpful, healthy way to live. And then Kanai's, like, optimistic. She's saying, oh, you know, Kanai's so cute. I'm sure that one day, you know, she'll learn to grow when she falls in love and stuff like that. But, like, it is really, you know, kind of hard-hitting that Kanai has been so broken by abuse that she can't, like, actually make decisions on her own, like, unless someone tells her or forces her to do something. So, like, the, using this cone is, like, a coping mechanism for her to, like, make decisions because she's just been so broken that she can't. Yeah. Ha- she doesn't have any confidence in herself. Yeah, the scene's also extra hard because we have, as the viewer, that shoe over our heads knowing Kanai's gonna die. Yeah. We also have that. So it's like, oh, wow, she really was everything Shinobu said she was. And yeah, yeah, and you can see why Shinobu adopts, like, her personality. Um, I, I would, I, I'd like to interrupt here and say, I don't think Shinobu adopts it. She emulates it because there's a very, uh, yeah. there's a very, very yeah. important I mean, distinction that needs to be made here. Kanobu well, I mean, Shinobu is trying to be genuinely her because she looked people. up to her. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like Shinobu is putting on like kind of the act of being like her sister because she respects her and she wants to carry on like that same spirit that she had. Right. But like, if I may complete my point, um, Kanai was genuinely like a good person. She was very kind and everything. And, you know, as you can tell, um, Shinobu is kind of a fiery attitude at that time. And yes. She was, so now she's still kind of angry, as Tanjiro said. She has this angry underpinning about her, but she's trying her best to emulate her sister's um, good attitude. Yeah, I mean, she hides, like, her fieriness under, like, the personality that she, you know, has adopted from Kanao. Because, you know, in Kanao's, Kanai's passing, like, she wants to, like, carry on that same spirit of hers. It's really sweet, but it is it is a different sort of similar but different, and and the difference is is distinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also depressing. It is incredibly depressing. Yeah. Um, and the reason I brought up why you know we had that shoe over his, we immediately switch back over to uh, Canal just staring at that coin 
and then not doing anything. She Very still nice. can't make decisions for herself. Their names are so confusing, man. Jesus Christ. I, I know. I actually noticed yeah. this while writing I mean, notes. What the hell, Mom? They I think very intentionally, like, they gave Kanao a similar name to Kanae. And because, I was about to say, know, like, can, like, can we just talk about how, like, the older sister just gave her a similar name, though? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, literally just one one letter difference, and it's just like, bro, what? <laughs> See? You're just the original. <laughs> This is my OC canal. <laughs> Do not steal. <laughs> oh, <God damn> it. <laughs> but yeah, after uh, this kind of somber moment, uh, one of the Kasagai crows arrives at the manor and tells Tanjiro that the swords are coming. Yay. And Tanjiro's like super happy. He's like super excited to see Hagane Nezuka again. But like, he forgot. He's like going outside and Hagane Nezuka just has a knife and is charging at him. Hey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Hagane Nezuka. Are we you know, I've been saying surprised? this the entire time. Hell hath no fury like a sword maker scorned. And we witnessed that in this episode and I am here for that. Yeah. Don't break your sword, Tanjiro, or else you're going to get shanked. I just, I just I love how Tanjiro completely forgot that he fucked up his sword. <laughs> I, I, I called this the moment his sword broke. I'm like, oh shit, the sword maker's going to be pissed. <laughs> he, he absolutely <laughs> did when we were watching this. And I'm just sitting here going, yeah. And Hagani knows because like, how dare you destroy my sword? But Tanjiro's like, but, but wait, I was fighting a really powerful opponent. It just kind of happened. He's like, this Sounds like excuses. If you were using it properly, you wouldn't have broken. Get you good, must bitch. die. Just like Windry. It's and your fault you were weak. No excuses. Yes. And then, you know, Mr. Reason. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Meowth. Just like how Windry would always get pissed off at Ed for knocking out the automail alarm. I don't That's think exactly. she ever tried to stab yeah. him, though. <laughs> I mean, she did. She did. She did give him. She did try to give him blunt force trauma with the giant ass wrench. So I mean, it is yes. kind of the same thing. I don't think she wanted to kill him though. Literally, I think. I, mean, I think Hagane. I think Hagane. Nesca, though, would literally try to kill Dondra. Yeah, when, when yeah. we gave him crazy and obsessed. When we gave him the, I still kind of want his dick handicap. So yeah. Um, Winry wouldn't go that far. In contrast, uh, Inosuke's swordsmith is also there because, like, Inosuke's uh, sword's also broke during yep. uh, the Naga. <laughs> yeah, and he's like the more he's, he's painted as the more reasonable of the two, and I love that. Yeah, yeah, he's like more cool-headed. He's like uh, apologizing for Hagane Nezuka's behavior and saying he's like just he's just very passionate about his work. Uh, <laughs> pay, pay him no mind. Yeah, and then and then pan over to Inosuke looking at the swords. And then going out to find the rock, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And they're just beating their swords with a rock. <laughs> yeah, and like the Kanamori like, was so like enthusiastic about making those swords because he had never like made swords for dual wielder before, and he's like out super proud of the product. He's like, yeah. "Look at the blue shine on the sword! Isn't it so beautiful, Inosuke?" Inosuke just doesn't care. He's just smashing up because he wants those litter like. Uh, Ridges in the sword. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, he just likes it like that, I guess. They look yeah. cool. Because, like, he's going up Even though he, like, he's probably ruining the sword by doing that. Oh, it definitely <laughs> is. Yes. But, I mean, it, they wouldn't be his swords if they weren't like that. I stand in it. Yeah. Rip and tear. And then we basically, <laughs> then we basically see a, a living embodiment of the woman screaming at the cat meme. 
Oh my god. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. This level-headed guy is suddenly exactly <laughs> the opposite. And it's just great. And then Inosuke yeah, just looks bad. at him and keeps doing it anyways. <laughs> yes. uh, that's the best part He like, does it to the first sword, and then like he sees Hanamori, or Kanamori's mad, just but he just keeps doing yes. it. It's like, I couldn't wait until he's God. gone to do it again, but no, no, it's fine, whatever. Because Inosuke is nothing if not defiant. Yeah. yeah. But after uh, both Tanjiro and Inosuke get uh, new death threats against them, Yay. Uh, we see that Tanjiro's kind of mastered uh, doing the total concentration breathing while sleeping. Yay. And eventually he's finally able to catch Kanao and also uh, win in the water cup game. But as he's about to like place the water or like throw the water onto Kanao, he's like, oh, wait, this water kind of stinks bad. I don't want Kanao to stink bad. And he just like lightly like places it on Kanao's head. Yes. What a bro. And the little girls are like, see, that still counts. That still counts. Tanjiro wins. Yay. Yeah. And then they're all like, yay, in the corner. I was legitimately waiting for the other shoe to drop with that at the next sleeping scene and for him to screw up again and for them to beat the shit out of him again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a peaceful night and then suddenly they just ru- rush in like a, I'm not some, like, a malicious uh, squad and just start beating I'm not trying to make a GIF out of that. Just- of them beating Tanjiro. Them little girls must have had some stress built up because they went in on his ass. Oh, man, right? (laughs) I mean, they're working with idiots, so can you blame them? I mean, that's fair. Uh, That is completely fair. Yeah, I'm sure they've uh, seen some uh, effed up stuff at the Coach Manor. Yeah, after the scene with uh, Kanao, we get a really touching scene with Tanjiro and Nezuko. Uh, that's a little bit later. That's like oh, that's way later. Oh, that's way later? Yeah, that's okay. like later. yeah <laughs> you're missing Tanjiro and uh, Shinobu. Oh, yeah, shit, so you're after right. Tanjiro's kind of uh, mastered totally everything. So after Tanjiro's kind of mastered everything, uh, this inspires Zenitsu, uh, Zenitsu and Inosuke um, to kind of start training hard as well so that they can catch up. But in the meantime, Shinobu's checking up on Tanjiro to make sure that he's doing okay. And uh, Shinobu concludes that Tanjiro's basically healed up and he can go back to doing missions now. Yay. Um, but Tanjiro asks Shinobu about the Hinokami Kagura, but she's never heard of it. And then he asks her about fire breathing, but she's also not heard of that. Um, so Tanjiro kind of explains that they're techniques that his father taught him. And Shinobu's like, hmm... There is a flame breathing, but it's not really the same as fire breathing. Wasn't there a fiery guy earlier he could have asked about this instead? Yes, well, about that. <laughs> about yeah. that, yeah. You know that guy with the fiery hair? Yeah. He's the guy who's the master of flame breathing. You should probably ask him. Yeah. Apparently, they're very uh, strict very about Very strict. It's got to be flame breathing, not fire breathing. There was a difference. They're very precise in their wording, and that so like you can't just chalk it up to like Tanjiro's dad being a flame breather, but accidentally calling it fire breathing. Yeah, there's kind of a reason for that later, right? I'm guessing, I'm past the anime, I'm guessing it's some sort of silly kanji pun or whatever that doesn't make any fucking sense in English. Well, I mean the kanji for them is different, of course, but like 
Yeah, but... It's, it's also the other stuff. Yeah, but I mean, like, fire, flame, whatever in English, but it makes more sense in the Japanese because they write things differently than we do. Something, something through the fire and the flames. Yeah. <laughs> Is the episode over yet? No. Almost. Almost! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Shinobu uh, tells Tanjiro that, yeah, Rengoku's kind of busy right now, but, uh... Yeah, Tanjiro should ask Rengoku uh, when they cross paths eventually. <laughs> wink, wink. Dodge, dodge. Yeah. Train, trade. Uh, nothing bad ever happened on trains. <laughs> the trains are friend. Yay, free movie advertising. But yeah, yeah after this, uh, <laughs> after this, uh, Tanjiro kind of is thinking about his family and how he has to save Nezuko. Again. And he sees a good old sleep in Nezuko. Again. Again. Yeah. It's, it's, it's inspiring family scene, number 3,562. And as usual, Tanjiro's wondering, can I turn your back into a human, Nezuko? And, uh, Tanjiro imagines Nezuko's way. voice, like, saying, like, I know you can do it, big brother. And then he stares at Nezuko in surprise and thanks her. Nothing. And then we oh, have the trains. happiest part of the episode. Nothing bad happening on a train. Nothing. Nothing. I don't know what yes, you're talking uh, about. Yes, we pan over to a train. No, nothing special about no, this train. No, nothing at nothing all. bad's happening on the train. There's just a guy, um, his food fell in the middle of the floor. He's just eating it. That's completely yeah. normal. He's just eating from the floor. He has a little bit of blood on him. He probably got a few cuts. He's got like multiple oh, but, but eyes. Wait, but too. wait. But wait. Um, is that a demon? Is he a demon? Yeah, is he eating a human? Yeah. yeah. What the heck's going on in this train? Wow, I can't oh, wait to find no, out no, no. next episode. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to go and address this in the next episode and fight this demon. I'm sure this is going to be resolved in the season finale. And Naki left as a giant cliffhanger and a tease for a movie that won't come out for a year. If movie even open up by then. Mm-hmm. We will be, but anyway. All hail train coon. Yeah, no, 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 that wasn't a demon. That was just a guy who got so tired of waiting for his food, and he was just so starving that he had no other option but to eat the guy next to him. Not a demon at all. <laughs> yeah, as we keep saying, though, nothing bad happens on yeah. trains. Nope, trains not at fun. all. The, the, the guy sitting next to him even willingly gave his life so the other guy could eat. Yeah, yeah, it was like, like it was a, hey, you forgot you forgot your lunch at home. Here, just eat me. Yeah, no. It's like those guys that you know have have to survive on what their own saint. for a while. You know, you see, the, you don't, you don't, they didn't tell you this, but the guy was he had a terminal illness and he was about to die in the next two seconds. <laughs> so that's why he said, that's why he what said, please. I, 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 at least I will go on in a good way. Yeah. See, nothing bad happened on trains. Nothing. Oh, people, people, <laughs> please just yet. go read the train arc after the anime. <laughs> then you'll understand all these, like, running jokes about trains. Hey, Lord, is this episode over yet? I'm getting tired. The only yes. yeah, the, bad the, the episode ended. The space trains. <laughs> I'm getting tired of bullshit with the trains. <laughs> but the trains are our friends. Okay, yeah, that's the end of the episode. Next week, the... Season finale. Yep. It's gonna be a huge one. It's gonna change everything. Except oh, it won't. On a train. Uh, there'll be cool scenes. 
Yeah, but no train. No train. Well, they'll until be until the end. Do you want me to? I mean, they get on the train. Well, yeah. They don't, don't spoil the train. <laughs> Nothing. The train is sacred. <laughs> Anyways, uh, episode episode twenty five adapted. Uh, basically half of chapter fifty of the manga, as well as like. Half of 51, and then a little bit of chapter 53. Yeah, and then the uh, the Canal's entire backstory comes from a seven-page bonus com- a comic in a volume seven. So it's yep. not even in, like, the main manga itself. It was a good choice to keep it in, though, because it is a kind of a good It is pretty important. <laughs> now it makes me wonder, are they going to eventually adapt the Baby Inosuke side story? Yeah, I'd love to see that. I mean, I don't know how they would flit it into the plot necessarily but uh yeah i mean if they need some time filler for an episode yeah adapt that make it the post-credit sequence exactly (laughs) we're gonna have a dancing baby inosuke like dancing chica and kageyosama or dancing baby finn i mean he is a buff baby who dances like a man or a boar man chica inosuke finn triple crossover all right i mean that's uh, those are some powerful baby. I wouldn't don't know if I'd call them uh, baby geniuses, but they're uh, baby brawlers. With an Osuke in that, they're definitely not baby geniuses. No, definitely not. <laughs> Inosuke just lowers the entire average IQ by like hundred points. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, can, canonically, canonically, Chica's IQ is three. So, <laughs> oh crap! You're right. <laughs> oh god, that must be Inosuke's like. Negative 10. Gosh. No, nah, I think he's you know trying. he's at like 60. He's trying his fucking best, okay? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he's a hard worker. He does his best. He's a good boy. Yeah, I'm glad, though, that they did adapt with, like, the bonus chapter. Especially since they are kind of dragging things out at this point. This anime is so... Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, they added, like, uh, filler even into this episode. Like, Tantra's whole training lasts a lot longer. They add more scenes to it. Definitely. They rearrange things, too, because originally Tantra completes his training, and then that inspires Inoskin Zenitsu to go and to also be motivated. Here, they kind of have an no skins and need to be motivated before Tanjiro completes it. So it's kind of interesting rearrange. Yeah. This anime series is so freaking slow. Yeah, it kind of is, especially like in this like final few episodes because they can't start adapting the train yet because like you got to do the train right. You can't rush the train. I mean, that's why they're making a movie. But yeah, I mean, this is like two chapter per episode pacing. For this entire show, basically. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is honestly... It worked better in the earlier stuff than it does in the later. Yeah, I feel like they should have sped well, up to three-chapter pacing. It's more yeah. a problem on, on this post-battle, the before stuff. the like, train yeah. area. Like, before, during I mean, the mountain, feel, it was fine. Yeah, I mean, you kind of feel like that Spider-Mountain arc was kind of like the climax. That's where you should have, like, ended things. And then this is kind of like denouement, so it kind of feels... Well, this is kind of like not the same kind of level of energy as we had with the earlier stuff. It feels so transitional, but we're not going to get to the thing that this is transitioning into. Yeah, I mean, I guess like the assumptions, like they already knew they were going to adapt the Infinity Train. So they're like, yeah. OK, we have to adapt this somewhere because like you can't really skip it. Yeah. It's like, OK, well, we'll give them a little tease for what's to come. I mean, it's important stuff. Mm. And I mean, 
in the grander scheme of things, when we have the entire story adapted into anime, you know, it won't be much of a problem if you're, like, binge-watching it or whatever. Yeah, it'll be less of an issue. Mm-hmm. See you guys in 2029. <laughs> Hopefully sooner than that. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts about the episode? We gotta mention the two voice actors that showed up. Oh, shit, yeah. We got uh, Kanai and, of course, our fun swordsmith. Alien, do you have those names? Nope. I have uh, Kanai's. Kanai's uh, voiced by Bridget Hoffman. Veteran voice actress. Mm-hmm. She was uh, Nia in uh, Grand Lagoon. Oh, damn. That's a good guess. They're both dead. Also, uh, Rem and Trigon, another (laughs) dead, similar (laughs) character. Also, uh, Ryoko Asakura and Haruhi Suzumi. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, for the JRPG players, Cosmos and um, Xenosaga. Oh, damn. And Aplex using that dub money, I guess. I don't know. They're making it rain, just like Shinobu. Paying those video game actors to come back to anime, even though it doesn't pay for shit. But hey, work is work, man. Work is work. Especially with everything being shut down. Until then again, that show was already done before everything was shut down, so... Yeah. Yeah. But, Thankfully. Yeah, but I mean, like the stuff I'm watching is like all shut down. Like spring 2020 is just like dead. Yeah, sadly. And apparently July is probably gonna also be dead. Yeah. Hopefully ReZero doesn't get delayed. Me, but with IQ. Because at least with ReZero, I can read the novels. I mean, you can read I the mean, manga with IQ. Manga with IQ, all of it's in the vault. Though the anime is significantly better for IQ. I, I forget I, what was the name of the other dude again. The other sword I, dude. Kanamori. Kanamori. I'm actually going through the credits looking for him. I really just miss the voices and the music. Mm-hmm. They were really good. Okay, yeah. So Kanamori was voiced by Kali Bird. Kali Oh wow. Yeah. Kamina and Gurren Lagann, Gohan so, so, so and Dragon. So we, we've you know, got Gurren Lagann going on in our Demon Slayer today. <laughs> yeah, so Kamina and Nia. Two yeah, of the best wow. characters. Yeah. I still think Gurren Lagann peaked at, like, at 7 and then went down to 2 after 8, but that's just me. Well, I definitely very much disagree with that, but that's alright. I remember Lum used to not like the time skip. But do you like the time skip now? Yeah. I like the final fight I, time skip, but everything in between that bait and the final fight was just really dull. I don't know, I really loved uh, the point where, like, uh, Simone and uh, Vero teamed up. That, that was, was like, badass. hella badass. So that was, like, was great. I was like, F yeah! Yeah, oh, so. I, I really like the point where we finished this goddamn episode because we ain't got shit to talk <laughs> yeah, about anymore. We don't need to go into a Gurren Lagann tangent to the Demon Slayer podcast. The, the Gurren Lagann podcast is sponsored by the Demon Slayer podcast. It was all Laser's fault, and that's why he's dead. Yeah, let's just blame Laser. I did nothing wrong here. Yeah, it was Laser's fault this episode. Something bad can happen. Oh, something Laser bad will happen on that train. <laughs> I think J- I think J is the only one who doesn't know what's gonna happen on the train. Pretty much. I'm not. I don't know what's gonna happen. This is why you have to read the manga after the anime. 
Or I'll just wait for the thing and then read the manga. I mean, at you least never know read when that volume, come out of this. At least read volume eight. Just read volume eight, and you will understand. You're gonna be waiting like two or three years for that movie because Anaplex is so slow about movie theater releases. Because honestly, that movie's probably gonna get delayed. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, yeah, we should wrap this up before Alien murders us all. Finally, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Same. So. Alien, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter.com at Alien Renegade. You can find me on YouTube under Alien Renegade Videos. You can check my music on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, and all major streaming services. Just look up Amp Ren. And you can probably find me in almost everybody else's house because I'm about to shoot them after this. <laughs> I'm very scared. <laughs> And Lum, where can people find you? You can find me at Lum Ramayasha on Twitter and at Lum Ramayasha on a variety of places like Animation Revelation and Anilis. Wherever there's a Lum Ramayasha, that's where you can find me. You can read my mug reviews on all-comedy.com. We got a lot of books coming in, a lot of reviews coming up, so look forward to more of those. And you can also find on there and on every podcast feed that you check out the Manga Mavericks podcast, a podcast that I host where we discuss manga as a medium as an industry. We do a lot of series retrospectives. We currently did a Yurisayatra episode, and next we have some Dragon Ball episodes coming out, which were a ton of fun. And we got tons and tons of episodes for you to check out. And uh, part of that was also our Manga Maritime Movies episode, which we were also co-host on, where we discuss anime movies. And so you can look forward to some of those too. And uh, recent one is Rascal Does Not Dream of a Dreaming Girl, which we also had Alien on for. So look forward to that. Uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, go and check it out and listen to it. We have an interesting argument about Kaede. Yeah, yes, we do. Stupid panda but... lolly. <laughs> <laughs> I keep asking why that show is so good, but everybody doesn't give me any definitive answers. It's because you keep asking if people die in it. <laughs> That's all you ask. <laughs> I mean, I know that's what you enjoy, but that's well, also Well, I will say then, uh, Allison, watch the movie if you want some of that action. No, so the movie is action, okay. Yeah, if you want Train Coon's cousin to appear, <laughs> you gotta watch yeah. the movie. Yeah, I Car Coon makes his long-awaited return. Yeah, yeah Truck Coon was busy. He's been a book for a lot of shows lately. Yeah. But Carcoon, he came to the rescue. He really delivered a stunning performance. Yeah, highest body count since JoJo's Part 3. Oof. Oof. <laughs> I like that this. hurt. <laughs> that actually hurt. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> of that. <laughs> J-Mac. What? Uh, J-Mac, where can people find you? Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> Um, you can find me on Twitter at QueenIzzyGay, because my normal account is just a crater in the ground at this point. I don't... Ne it's never coming back. Um, okay. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube at jmacafreak, and anywhere else as jmacafreak, including on the Toonami Faithful Discord. And I have finally solved the mystery, by the way. I am here. You're alive? Yes. You're kicking? Yes, I am You're here. breathing? All, so you're All Might? All according to Keikaku. Yes. So he's All Might and Light. That's cute. 
Got muscles. I mean, I guess that makes him a psycho hero. That's like your type, Allison. Yeah, hey, you got brawn and brains. But Allison, where can people find you? Uh, well, after I beat Laser Get up to a bloody pulp. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Are you going to do it on a train? No. I'll probably throw his body off the train, like how Bruno killed that guy after he got off the train, like in Trojo's, so. Oh dear. I don't even remember this scene. I do. Uh, I am on Twitter at mayok900 on twitter.com, where I'm currently in mourning of the loss of the singing boys because of the virus. Thank you, COVID, for ruining our lives. And surviving by retweeting the cute fan arts and rewatching the music videos. I miss them so much, Feeblewood. I still need to check out that show because it seems, uh, not like your typical idol show. Considering one of the idols has a gun at one point. Oh my. That boy really likes his animals. And I respect that. Mm -hmm. But. Laser, before Allison beats you up, where can people find you? You can uh, better, find I'm gonna shoot him first. Uh oh. Um, well, you can find me on uh, Twitter at LaserKid Prime. Also, the uh, Toonami Faithful Discord as LaserKid. And you will not find me on the train, actually. Are you sure about that? No. You'll find your ass on the pain train, that's for sure. Yeah. That's true. Aw, damn. Yeah, me and I'm gonna go hide in the train of shame. But, uh, yeah, definitely follow all these folks. They're all awesome. But as for myself, before Alien beats the crap out of me for all the tangents, you can find me on Twitter at VLORDGTZ. I'm usually on there just talking about whatever manga I'm reading, whatever I'm reviewing, and just a little bit of not sleeping and staying up to like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Big moon. Com yeah, completely normal times. Yeah. Until we start uh, not working from home, I guess. Yeah, not having to commute makes not sleeping very easy. Yeah. But aside from uh, Twitter, you can find my manga-focused reviews over on old-comic.com and my Tanami-focused uh, articles and anime reviews over on TanamiFaithful.com. Yeah! As far as the podcast is concerned, you can find that on Twitter at DSlayerPodcast, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash DemonSlayerPodcast, and on the Tanami Faithful website itself, at TanamiFaithful.com slash DemonSlayerPodcast. And the podcast is streaming on basically everything at this point. Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're there. So whatever you listen to your podcast on, look us up, subscribe, and enjoy our episodes. Are we on YouTube? But that... We're not on YouTube. We're never going to be on YouTube. Hashtag demonetized. Hashtag laser's gonna die. Hashtag, Hashtag nothing bad ever happened on trains. Nope, never. But that about does it for this week, so we will see you guys later. For the final episode of the anime.